Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O- L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Where your dreams, season two, episode nine. Go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Live the life you have imagined to live. Hey dreamers, you are listening to Where Your Dreams, an amazingly inspiring podcast where we speak to the coolest girl millionaires, girl bosses and fashion entrepreneurs. If you have ever dreamed of creating your own business, then this podcast will give you all the tips, advice and inspiration to make it happen. Lego. Are you ready to make 2016 your best year yet? Well, visit bemigirl.com forward slash dream and sign up to receive the official WYD Dream Kit. We've created the coolest tools to help you make those 2016 goals happen. Lego. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Where Your Dreams. Now, I'm so, so, so excited about today's guest. I'm speaking to Kiara Totire. Now, Kiara works for Vogue Japan. She's a stylist um, and editor, and her boss is the one and only Anna Della Russo. So you can imagine just kind of speaking to her for me was just an absolute privilege um and it was just so awesome to hear her story guys she actually did pharmacy and realized that this was not how she wanted to spend the rest of her life and so she took the risk and she went into fashion and her story's just incredible she really really gave some you know great advice about just you've got to follow your instinct guys you've got to follow your gut you know she she was scared but she really just took the risk she took the plunge and now she's she's still at the kind of beginning of her career and 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 she works for Vogue who who would have thought that someone that did pharmacy guys could now be an editor for Vogue magazine with Anna Della Russo it's 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 incredible um and and yeah I just loved speaking to her she speaks so passionately and and so beautifully about her craft um and just about her experience with having to kind of venture out on her own um I won't give you away too much because I do want you to listen to her story um but yeah I absolutely know you guys are gonna love it let us know what you think over at bemigirl.com 
Um, and yeah, subscribe to our iTunes. We love to get more and more subscribers as it helps us to stay easily discovered. Um, so yeah, I'll get right into the show, guys. Bye now. Kiara, welcome to the show. Thank you, Alice. <laughs> now, I'm really, really excited that you are joining us today. Um, so could you tell us a bit more about what you do and your background? Okay, Um I come, I was born and raised in Bari, which is a town in the South Italy, Puglia. Um, I began my career as a pharmacist. I got the graduation. It took me six years and I hate it. Wow. Um, I had, I had just had to because my family owned a pharmacy and uh, basically if I didn't get the graduation in time, uh, my family would have, would have lost it. So I had to postpone my, you know, my attempt to, to become a stylist or something to do what I had to do with the pharmacy. But once I became a pharmacist, uh, I just gave up everything and um, I moved to Milan. Yeah. Uh, thank, uh, I, thank God I used to know, I knew a friend from, uh, she was a stylist in L at the time. And uh, she was also working with the Joya magazine. And uh, she happened to, to find out that uh, they were searching for someone at Joya magazine. So she basically showed my picture to the director and she had me called for a meeting. And I, have, I don't know why she liked me and uh, she trusted me. And uh, this is how I, this is all started. So I, basically I just have to thank this my dear friend. Yeah, introduced me to this world, and um, I don't know if there's something in particular you'd like to know about. Yeah, so like... I was kind of rush, but uh, there are so many things that I can talk about it. Just if you want me to. Yeah, so I'm quite interested. Were you always into fashion like, while she was at while she was studying pharmacy? Um, the thing is my mother and my grandmother used to love fashion so much that I, it's difficult for me not to remember them dressed like perfectly, you know, with the best stuff. And, um, I also remember my mother used to bring me with her to the boutiques, uh, to do shoppings. And I remember that I hated that because she basically said was in this same boutique the whole day and <laughs> this is how it all happened and honestly um there was something really slow because i've always had a passion for art in general okay. and um i don't know i my father used to play piano used to, my my uh, uncle is a painter i think i've always had that kind of you know passion yeah but it came out with fashion mostly when I was 13 and I opened my first uh, Vogue. I knew that I wanted to be part, a part of it, but I yeah. didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. I knew that it was difficult. And at that time I was 13, I couldn't imagine how difficult it could be. But um, I think that it all started from that moment. Mm. And so, like, when you was doing pharmacy, did you know that, right, once I kind of finished getting this degree that you were going to change and do fashion? 
No. I, I've always wished it. Mm. I've always thought that one day I could have tried. But um, to me, uh, as you know, for my own person, for my own you know, attitude, I never, I've, yeah. al- I've always had doubt in this. I've always thought, okay, uh, this is something I might do, I might try to do one day. Mm. But I ne- it never really became concrete as soon as I got the graduation. That moment was the moment that I found out that uh, I didn't want to be a pharmacist at all. Yeah. So, and so what what kind of gave you, like, the courage to, like, just do fashion? Because obviously I know you said that your um, family had the pharmacy. So what, what was it that enabled you to take that leap? Um, I think it came uh, inside me. I, I, I was just getting sick mm. being there. Mm. And um, I, I didn't talk about this uh, with many people, but most some people that knew me uh, they know that I was they knew that I wasn't happy that I was getting sick I was starting to losing weight uh, I was starting to stop sleeping mm. I wasn't I just wasn't happy I felt there was something uh, keeping me there but uh, at the same time I felt something even stronger that called me yeah so I just I just followed my instinct and it was really hard. It was mm. really hard. I came back once. Wow. So, yeah, I came back. I stayed like three months, and then uh, I. It's not that easy to 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 give up everything. Yeah, definitely you know? not. It's and you not, moved to Milan as well. How was that? I moved to Milan, uh, living with um, a, a, a guy that became uh, my best friend after this experience. Mm. But uh, we didn't really know each other at the time. He was just my boyfriend's friend, and um, I knew he was in this. I knew he used he used to work in fashion, but I didn't exactly know what he was doing. He was still studying at the time, so we just happened to to find each other, and we be- became great friends. And after like a couple of, I think six months, uh, my boyfriend moved to Milan as well and uh, this is when I got a a new house uh, with my boyfriend and my pets and I think my life in Milan started from that moment Uh, yeah yeah because at that time when I used to live with my friend it was more like a student being in Erasmus you know Mm -hmm. yes I was still working at Joya I was already working at Joya I just didn't know how it would have ended up, you know? Mm. And how how did you kind of feel about, like, the unknown? Because obviously you went there and you're doing something that you've never really done before doing fashion. What yeah. was kind of going through your mind? I'm quite interested to know how uh, you kind of felt. Was it scary? Was it just really fun? Like, uh, how did you feel? Honestly, um, it this is this happens all the time when I go for towards something that I don't know. Yeah. At the beginning, I just scares the hell out of me. But um, once you get to know it, and once you start doing it, uh, you realize. I mean, this is for my own personal experience. Yeah. It's the best thing that I could have ever done to me. 
mm. you know? Yeah. At the beginning, you don't realize it. You think you, you're just scared because you risk everything. I was risking my own relationship, uh, my friendship. Uh, mm. It wasn't easy, but I mean, um, I don't know if I'm clear, but it's something that moves you. It's not something that you decide to do. Yeah. So I, I the get courage that. and the, the you know the brave uh, comes later. I don't know. I think it, it wasn't about courage. It yeah. was about instinct. You know. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It was about instinct. And so, like at this point, once you'd moved to Milan, what were what were your parents thinking at this point? Um. My father wanted me to go so badly because he was one of the first people that knew me and knew that I wasn't happy, that I was getting mm-hmm. sick. So my parents, my, my father wanted that for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what my mother would have thought because uh, she passed away when I was little. But uh-huh. I am pretty sure my grandfather would have killed me. <laughs> he would have killed me. Yeah, <laughs> he, never, he never find out. Found out. I oh, think. really? <laughs> I think no. And what about your friends? Were they quite supportive? Uh, yeah, but the problem with my mm. friends there is that they don't really know what I'm doing. They just yeah. think that I'm. I don't know. Uh, they uh, <laughs> they looked it like I was crazy because I was living uh, my pharmacy, my life, yeah. my easy life. You know. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere to do something completely different and uh, something that don't know they didn't know because uh, they just they still don't know what I'm doing here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they always think that I'm a designer that I'm a model oh. <laughs> they exactly know what I'm doing that's brilliant <laughs> so it's not easy for them to understand yeah. they were not that supportive I this is yeah. okay yeah. So tell us about your first your first job at um, Joya Magazine. Was that your first once you kind of yeah. moved to Milan? You was a a stylist there. So tell us about that. How was how did you find you know the experience of your first kind of real fashion job? Uh, um, honestly, people have always told me about fashion like something really really bad, really tough. People being sad. People being too, too skinny, you know, yeah. people stressed out. Uh, it's not that the people are not stressed out. I mean, everyone working and trying to do his best is stressed out. Mm. But the people that I found at Joya were the most amazing people I've ever met. Wow. And uh, my, my boss at the time, Monica Curetti, she was uh, the sweetest woman I've ever seen. Matt. I mean, she was like uh, a mother. Mm. She teached me like uh, I was her own kid. And uh, also all the other girls, uh, my ex-colleague, they were all supportive. They were like, they were not seeing me like someone who wanted to steal their job or something. They were just mm. super supportive and super friendly. And uh, they, are, they were really amazing people. And the same person who introduced me to this world... Uh, uh, Ameliana, she's uh, like, uh, she's a uh, one in a million. I mean, mm. this was a, an amazing experience. I had the, the best time, and I think learning, having fun, and not taking this too seriously because I mean, 
once I got to work Japan, I found out what working hard was really, uh, what was really yeah. important, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. was wor- working hard, but it, at the same time, we were really chill. Mm. We yeah. were friends, we were like a family. Uh, yeah. When I came to Japanese Vogue, it was a team. Wow. Yes, it was a family, it was everything, but it was a team working hard to a single unique goal. Mm. So tell us a bit more about like the kind of things you did whilst you were at Joya. Um, I started being um, a fashion assistant to Ilaria Norsa, mm-hmm. uh, which is, was uh, one of the freelance stylists working for the magazine at the time. And um, basically, I started helping her with the shootings. And uh, when she didn't have any shooting, I had for something else. Uh, I used to go to the office. I used to go my own features on the magazine. Ah. Uh, it was quite cool because uh, uh, after like one year, I already have my own feature on the magazine. So, wow. it was, you know when you you realize you are really doing something here yeah and would you because obviously you know you studied pharmacy yeah and you'd always been into fashion yeah kind of did you like learn how to do any of this or would you where would you say you kind of got that ability to know how to kind of put all these shoots together and editorials and things like that it's not something that you study, you know, mm-hmm. it's uh, something you don't learn, even if I study in the best school of fashion. Uh, this is not something people can teach you, it's something that comes from the inside. So, yeah. as usual, uh, in my, my own side, I follow my instinct in this, in this case too, I mean, mm-hmm. if, if it works, uh, I'm happy, if it doesn't, uh, I mean, I, as I was saying, I'm in a big trouble because since it's my work to present <laughs> some and some pair of other stuff. And so, you know, like kind of when you first got this job at Joy and you were given, I guess, like all this responsibility and, and stuff, how did you kind of, um, how did you kind of gain the confidence to just run with all the projects that you were given? I'm quite interested to find out about. Um, this is something that I've always had to, to thank my ex-boss, Monica, for. Yeah. But she has always treated me like I was uh, super stylish. Mm. She would totally trust me. Everything I did, it was perfect. I was kind of like, uh, are you serious I mean <laughs> I am here just for a few hours I I came like like uh, last week for my it was my first job and you're giving me so much confidence yes she did uh, she did she really trusted trusted me yeah. and uh, she gave me that confidence to to do something of yeah. course she, she when it when she needed to correct me she did it but um, she was the first who gave me the, the, the feature on the magazine. I mean, I was, my own page on the magazine. She, yeah. she believed in me. And uh, I felt like I could believe in myself too. Yeah. For her. And what, what was that like when you kind of got your first feature? How um, did you feel? <laughs> I remember it was the, the day I got my, my dog. Yeah. And I remember it was the, one of the happiest days in my life because... <laughs> 
I had the feature on the magazine. I remember I arrived at the Bari airport really early in the morning and I went to the, to the to the shop to buy it. I was like one of the first. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I was uh, in line for something and I opened the feature and uh, I was with my boyfriend. I was super happy and yeah. uh, I felt there was a PR behind me. And uh, this PR, after like a couple of months, told me about this moment. Oh. So it was like living it twice. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. So, um, so how so how long were you at Joya for? Uh, a couple of years. Okay. And was, um, yeah, and then um, I also started to work as a Grazia.it for a, a neat girl. Yes. While I was at Joya, and uh, all, all, all out uh, of the blue, Japanese Vogue arrived. <laughs> Japanese Vogue proposal. So and yeah, how did that? How did that come? Kind of come about the Japanese Vogue. Anna, all all thanks to Anna. Right. So did she? Did you know her, or did she just kind of approach you? Like how? What? How? How did it happen? Uh, we. I think. Um, I don't know if she remembers me. When I was li- when I used to live in Bari, but I, I remember we met a couple of times when we were in Bari because she's from my same town as well. Oh, and, okay. But I don't know if she knows that. <laughs> I don't know if she. Knows. <laughs> it's uh, just that um, she approached me. I remember out. Uh, I don't remember if it was at a party or uh, at a show. Yeah. But I remember she she was super kind. She was super sweet. She was super, oh, my God, you look so pretty. Oh, my God, you look so cute. And um, I remember I was like, oh, my God, she just came and talked to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, like, of course. I would like, be the same. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It, this, this also was super quickly. It happened so quickly because uh, I think I remember she approached me in September and in November I was working at Japanese Vogue. That's so, so is that is Japanese yeah. Vogue office in Italy then? Uh, yeah, we have um, an office in uh, Milan, an office in Tokyo and uh, an office, one office in New York. Oh, but the main office is in Tokyo. We are just me, Anna, and my colleague in the Milanese New York oh, uh, office. Sorry. Yeah. Right. So, how how is it at Japanese Vogue? Tell us a bit more about you know what kind of things you get up to on a day to day basis. Um, my usual day is uh, it depends because um, uh, it depends from the production we have uh, when it's when we have the the months during that we have to shoot a lot of uh, production my day is like crazy i wake up uh, like at 8 mm. with uh, like a thousand of emails to answer a thousand of emails to send and um, i wash up i go to the office around 12 or 11:30 and uh, we start to open every package that arrived for the shooting. Yeah. After this, um, we basically do this the whole day. Yeah. So not going around, just being there, but 
we are in front of the computer the whole day answering emails and preparing production. Yeah. Once we finished, uh, we we it depends because if we shoot uh, in the studio, or we spend the whole day at the studio shooting. If we shoot in location, uh, it's more funny because we can move around and not seeing a, a white wall uh, the whole day. Yeah. But um, it, they, they're not the, the same, you know what I mean? It's not, yeah. not that I have a, a usual day. It's always something that's changed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But mostly we are in an office, so... Did Do you get to travel quite a, a bit? Yeah, I, I travel a lot. Yeah. I travel a lot for uh, for fashion shootings and uh, for fashion shows, but also for my own pleasure. Yeah. What's like the best place you've ever been, would you say? Uh, I just went, uh, there are so many. I, I love Tokyo so much. Yes, I can imagine. I loved because it was like another planet, you know, wow. that people can tell you, but you never realize until you see with your, with your own eyes. Yeah. And um, I, I just been to Jamaica and Barbados. Oh, beautiful. How was that? I love Jamaica's vibe. Wow. <laughs> they are so amazing. Yeah. Was They're that for so- a shoot? Yeah. Yeah. There's so I know they have like another kind of um, mentality, you know, yeah. another kind of mind. But they are so happy all the time, yeah. smiling. They're super chilled, and the same is in Barbados. I mean, I've felt so much love, yeah, in those people's eyes. You know, that's so cool. So like. I guess the traveling aspect is awesome, but what other things do you really enjoy about working for a magazine? Um, I love touching the collection. I love being one of the first touching the collection for the first time. Mm. Um, I'm super excited during fashion months because I'm I can always I always wait so long to see the new collection that, that when I do mm. like. Um, you know, something that you don't you don't imagine because I mean, I always question about next uh, next season uh, uh, trend or something. But eventually, uh, when you realize when you see it within your own eyes, uh, it's always a, a surprise. Yeah, who's your favorite designer? Uh, it depends. I have a, I have many, but at the moment, Alessandro Michele. Ah, Alessandro Michele is uh, someone that made me so emotional. All these shows uh, were so amazing. Yeah, and this, he, I mean, uh, he's a. Uh, I love his vision. Love his vision of the the woman and the man. Yeah, single gender. I love the romant the the romanticity. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah, you know, it's correct. Yeah, yeah. Totally. The romantic of his collection, the yeah. fact that they like, they seem to evoke some kind of period not so far in time, oh, but uh, like in another dimension. Mm. Lovely. You know? And what would you kind of say has been the most difficult part 
of your fashion career? The most difficult part is mm. the part uh, when we have to um, return every stuff that arrived at, uh, at our office. Yeah. It's something that usually I did. Some office have someone do that for you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Case uh, we are like uh, we spend uh, days, uh, whole days doing this. Wow. Yeah, I go home every day after one day doing this with my knees like destroyed. <laughs> I'm yeah. like on my knees packing. Uh, yeah. Really tough. I mean, uh, it's uh, a big training. Wow. And I remember when it happens, I'm always in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing about fashion. People kind of see a lot of the glamorous side, but they don't know there's this other side to it as well. This is something I always tell. This is yeah. Hey, because I mean, people just see the the best, but it's really tough. I mean, the best is worth what you go through. Yeah. This I mean, true. I would do that 5,000 times. Yeah, exactly. To go through what I've been through. Yeah. Period. But, I mean, it's not that fine. It's not that easy all the time. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. time. It's like a job. Every job has its bad periods and its good periods. It's, it's a job. Mm. It's a passion, but it's a job. And yeah. Many people don't see it as a job. Yeah, I, I, I know. I guess I know what you mean. So, how did the whole Grazia um, It Girls come about? How did that happen? Uh, I think I have to thank the street style photographers for this. Yeah. Yeah, because um, they, uh, I think, ne- they would never know me if it wasn't for a Tommy Ton and yeah. uh, the and some other great photographers that saw me the yeah. one day out of the show and started to take photos. I mean, I mean, it could have been someone else. Yeah. Was, and um, I think uh, the the Grazia team saw me from Tommy Ton's photos. The ah. All at once, I was everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> How did that feel when she started seeing yourself and like, you know, style.com and all these street style blogs? How, what was that like for you? <laughs> uh, at the beginning, it was really weird. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was still an assistant. Mm-hmm. I was still working at Joya. And I remember I was like, uh, but why do they take photos at assistants? I mean, I, I've always thought, Street style photographers were there for uh, big editors, big, okay. you know, cool people, not just assistants. <laughs> so I was like, uh, this is like an honor to me. Then I realized uh, it wasn't just for editors, it was just for everyone having a bit of style. Yeah. Time. yeah. So at the beginning, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. I never. <laughs> Many photographers in front of me taking photos at me. I never got so much attention. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. And so, what do you think it is about your style that kind of makes people, you know, want to follow you and 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 kind of take pictures? What do you think is kind of 
the reason as to why people are attracted to your style? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm really critical at myself. Uh, I never think that uh, my style is so standing out for. Mm. I never... Uh, but I, it's something that I, I mean, my father always tells me that I need to love myself more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of, I mean, um, but uh, I think they like the fact that I don't try too hard. Yes, this is true. This is, this it's is very laid back. I, it's laid back, chilled. <laughs> yeah, it's super chilled, even too much sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting uh, it's getting worse after um, uh, being at Japanese Vogue. I don't have um, <laughs> I don't have much time to think about my looks, you know. Yeah. I. And what what would you say has kind of influenced your style? I don't know. Uh, I think movies. Wow, I love. I watch a lot of movies, and sometimes I fall in love with some characters, oh. and I feel like, uh, oh my god, I want. Yeah, uh, what she was feeling, you know, it's something that I don't think it's something that I just like, and uh, I don't know. It's you know when you find out you like something because you saw it, mm. but you don't remember until you you see it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it happens with movies. I mean, I remember I buy a cap. I don't remember why. But mm. the movie, I remember why I bought the cap. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see what you mean. With the, with the, with my style, I don't know. Maybe this is all something that I saw somewhere. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Do you go shopping quite often then? Would you say? Um, not that often. I don't have so much time now. To yeah. Go but You're when it happens, I, well. I hurt myself really much. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. would you say, do you have a fashion kind of muse, like someone that you're like, oh my God, I love her style? I think Caroline de Magret. Okay. Has, uh, she's one of the most stylish people uh, this moment. I mean, uh, and I love her style. Maybe it's some, t- some looks I found, uh, I found them on, on her. I don't know. Yeah. I remember uh, I fell in love with the, a look she wore, a Chanel look she was wearing, like a, a big, good man's blazer and yeah. I think that passion for the blazer came from there I don't know oh, I I don't know if you know that my favorite item in my wardrobe is the blazer ah uh, I didn't know that yeah it's the blazer and uh, maybe this is why I love her style because she's yeah. always wearing a blazer or a man's jacket ah. you know? but she's always so feminine so sexy yeah and like you know when you do um editorials and things like that where do you normally get your inspiration from um it depends i mean um it depends on the mood Mm. sometimes when it's me giving the mood i just giving for some uh, passions i have i mean um i don't know uh for example Last time I, I had to do a shooting and I decided the mood, I decided everything, of course, according to the clothing, but basically I decided the mood, I decided how I, how I want it to become. Yeah. And I did it because of some, uh, um, I don't have the word in English, I mean, mm. you know where you're obsessed with something and yeah. you 
create it and uh, you just wait for the best moment to do it. Okay. Sometimes uh, it's uh, I get suggestions from the clothing. Yeah. The clothing tells me something that I want to do but I still haven't the chance to do. Uh, I, I take the moment to do that. I don't know. Uh, okay, yeah, I see what you mean. It's clear. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, so now we are going to go into the dream talk round. I love asking guests this question. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. could you tell us a time within your fashion career when you literally felt like, oh my gosh, this is a dream come true? I'm literally living my dream. Yes, <laughs> a lot of times. But I remember once that I looked at the sky and said, thank you. And it yeah. was uh, my first time uh, shooting in New York. Uh, it, we yes. were at Times Square. Oh, uh, we yeah. Get story with the Sojo. With who, sorry? It's Sojo. Oh, yeah. Model, um, with uh, Aurora Salsona and Walter Chin. And I remember it was so cold outside. And I... I I was wearing warm clothing, but not that warm. I remember my my I remember Aurora uh, that freezing next to me, but I didn't feel the cold because I was so <laughs> of that I was doing something so cool, you know. I was yeah. like happy. You just like <laughs> did not even feel it. <laughs> yeah, at that moment, uh, one of my highlights. Oh, that's awesome! I love that. And what's kind of like you know, your ultimate kind of dream, where do you kind of see yourself, like maybe, I don't know, 10 years from now or something? I don't know. Um, like I said, I never liked, uh, uh, I never liked saying uh, this out loud, you know, maybe um, I, I always like to live day by day and oh. uh, find out what happens. But if I have to think about it, yeah, uh, I can say what I would like to be. Yeah, uh, I would like to be an editor, a freelance, uh, doing my, you know, deciding myself. Yeah, uh, about uh, my work, uh, my life, everything. And where do you think you get that kind of, you know, I, I like that kind of living each day, kind of as it comes. Where do you think you you kind of get that from? Uh is it something did you kind of grow up like that or? I think uh, I think this is something that came uh, by growing up yeah uh, yeah because I I learned ever since I was little that I had to appreciate every day mm. just the way it was and not expect too much from the future because uh, it, whenever you make plans something completely different happens and you have to do it all over again I think it was just not uh, just not trying to be upset. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. If you don't expect too much, then the best thing can happen. But at the same time, you don't have to stop thinking that you can do everything. Yeah. It's, yeah, I know you mean it. It's kind of a catch-22. <laughs> yeah. Ah, cool. And so what, um, what things are you kind of doing today? What has you feeling really energized and awesome today in relation to your career or you as an individual uh yes i have some projects but i uh, sadly i cannot talk about them right now because oh. they are still to be confirmed okay 
one thing that I can do is one thing that I can say is that I I'm just looking forward to to let you know. Yeah. Uh, my project for the magazine are just uh, I'm just doing a feature about uh, my one of my friends' gallery in Bari. Mm. Oh, cool! Is it new? Yeah, it's kind of new. It's like um, he opened it like uh, five years ago, but mm. uh, you know, it's uh, like a growing up project. Yeah. So and he's doing so much cool stuff. Cool. Uh, so many cool stuff that I wanted to talk about him. Yeah. So this is one of the my projects. Yeah. Awesome. I'm having a page. <laughs> oh, that's cool. He must be very excited for that. So will it be in Japanese Vogue? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's an honor. It's an honor just uh, being just being a part of it. Yeah. Even the smallest, it's an honor to me. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and so, yeah, now we're going to go into the triple love realm. I'm going to ask you three questions about things you love and why. Mm-hmm. So the first one is a quote that you love. It's uh, a quote from uh, Henry David Thoreau, and it's, Go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Live the life you have imagined to live. Mm, I, I just love that. That is just something that everyone should live by. What What do you kind of love about that quote? I love the fact that something that I did. Mm, yeah, this is true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's From something that I blinded, uh, not thinking too much. Yeah. Uh, and what would you say, um, a book or a magazine or a blog that you love? Or, or, or. <laughs> okay, um, I love Japanese book. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, I love it, not, not just because I work in it. I mean, I used to love it even before because of Anna, because of the amazing work she's been doing with this magazine. Yeah. Um, I think she put a bit of herself in every page. And uh, for once, for someone who sees her every day, uh, see and see the magazine, you kind of realize how much passion she puts in uh, in this. Yeah, that goes perfectly well into my next question, which is an inspirational woman you love. Anna. <laughs> I thought you'd say her. <laughs> I love, no, honestly, it's not because she's my boss. I mean, some people hate their bosses. Yeah, this is uh, true. <laughs> I I admire her so much that um, I cannot even uh, express by words uh, my... I don't know how to say it in English. <laughs> oh, say it in Italian. Ammiazione. <laughs> <laughs> Admirazione for her. Wow. I like, uh, adore her. I mean, she's like uh, an inspiration for everything, for uh, the way she works, for the passion she has towards fashion. That's something that I never saw in anyone. I mean, it's. she always said that her and few other people have this kind of passion. She, she once told me that I have to to be thankful that I that I don't have the same passion she has because it's kind of a 
illness. <laughs> wow. I don't I don't see it as an illness. I yeah. see it as a, a, a lot of strength. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Awesome. And guys, you'll be able to find all the show notes and information about Kiara on our website at bemigirl.com. That's G-B-E-M-I-Girl.com. And last but not least, Kiara, what advice would you um, give to girls out there that are, you know, thinking about particularly changing their career to go into something that they really love and have a passion for? Uh, first of all, I would say the same quote <laughs> yeah. that I just mentioned. And then I would tell them that uh, some, this is something that they, they usually ask me. I mm. say they should give them a year. Mm. One year. They have to make it everything possible to achieve. Mm. And after one year, if they didn't, uh, they should just try something else. Yeah. This is something that maybe can be wrong, but uh, in my in my in my case, uh, this is something that I did. I mean, I just said, okay, I give myself a year, and uh, if one year it would be it won't be po- possible to achieve my dreams, uh, I'll just do something else. Mm. No? Yeah, I no. like that. Yeah, it's something that you know. It's uh, it's something that doesn't let you uh that always leaves you with the with the possibility this change. is true yeah not skin too much yeah and i like the fact that that kind of timeline you're going to give it your all within that year i think yeah. that that's a really good kind of way of of doing something that is very drastic like changing I, your career i think it's the, it's the easiest way mm. just tell yourself that you have one year yeah and what advice would you give to girls that you know wanted a career in fashion like what you do uh, I the advice I can give is uh, make sure you really love this job mm-hmm. because it's gonna kick you in the ass if you don't yeah <laughs> I love that keeping yeah. it very real yeah <laughs> awesome Chiara well that kind of brings us to the end of the show but let us know how can we kind of find out more about everything you've got going on uh just following my Instagram (laughs) I guess and what's your Instagram name it's one word Chiara Totire or Totire one word and it's the only social media I have ah because I don't have any Snapchat, I don't have anything. It's just Instagram, and it's even a lot for me that I hate technology. <laughs> really? Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's funny. So we won't be seeing you on Snapchat then anytime soon. <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna see me. It's just that I don't know how to use it. But maybe <laughs> for years, when it's gonna be another, I'll have a Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is gonna be somewhere else. Awesome. And guys, again, you'll find all this information on our website. Well, amazing, Kiara. I've really enjoyed speaking to you and I hope you have too. That brings us I, I totally, totally enjoyed a lot uh, my time with you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Uh, my pleasure. I hope I didn't speak too much. No, I was thinking, oh my God, I hope I'm not asking too many questions. <laughs> no, I just 
thought that I was speaking too much. No, no, this is, I love that. This is good. Are you ready to make 2016 your best year yet? Well, visit bemugirl.com forward slash dream and sign up to receive the official WYD Dream Kit. We've created the coolest tools to help you make those 2016 goals happen. Lego. Dreamers, thank you for being with us today on Where Your Dreams. You can find all the show notes as well as cool girl content on bemugirl.com. That's G-B-E-M-I girl.com. We would love you to subscribe to the show. So please click subscribe now and give us a rating and review so that we can continue to inspire and push you girlies to fulfill your dream. Don't forget to follow our Facebook, Instagram and Twitter pages all at Bemi Girls. But for now, girlies, remember, anything is possible. So wear your dreams. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.